Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bull Scripted. We are here to recap the Chicago Bulls 106-94 loss to the Philadelphia 76ers. Before we do that, be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap at ontapsportsnet. Following Goose at Bull Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Well, it got exciting at the end. I'll, I'll just say that because in, in the first half, it was just a very black game. No one got into double digits uh, for the Bulls scoring wise. And it was just, uh, you know, turnovers, not finishing at the rim, not playing great defense kind of basketball. Um, that's basically what we witnessed in the first half until the second half turnaround. But hey, man. We only got a few more of these left, Goose. We only got a few more of these left because they ain't making the play-in with Russell Westbrook doing what he's doing over in Washington. No, Westbrook and Beal finally found a groove uh, with the help of Daniel Gafford, which is interesting. Um, not not saying that the Bulls lost the trade by any means. We haven't seen Troy Brown Jr. the last few games. I think that is the situation where, you know, both teams benefited from the deal and you knew Gafford was going to be a guaranteed fit with, uh, you know, an assist, I don't know what's the dynamo. Is that the word I'm looking for? Um, sure. So Westbrook is on a tear. And, you know, good for the Wizards. Probably uh, the more deserving team between us. Uh, so good for them. I'm glad that we lost tonight. I actually got a little worried when we got within one, when the 76ers were like, hey, we're not going to play any starters uh, for the last 20 minutes of this game. And the Bulls were like, hey, we're going to play basketball now. And it's down to one point. And it, it was interesting. But that's that's the state of the Bulls right now. Like, they didn't want to play ball when they were supposed to play ball. And then the Sixers gave up. And then they are like, all right, we're going to play now. And then the Sixers were like, fuck, man, we got to call a timeout. We got to play basketball again. Um and it was kind of sad. And then I, I almost had a Jim Boylan like flashback. We were down like nine or ten points with like a minute left, and we're calling timeouts. And I'm like, Billy, this game's over. Like, I get it, but just just let it go. Just just let us die, please. Just just end it. I want I want to go to sleep. I just just go ahead and end it. I I, I totally yeah. understand. You know, um, <laughs> I, I, the fourth quarter is really all we could talk about besides one. Two other things here. Obviously, missing Vooch sucks. Um, that's been absolutely brutal. But Joel Embiid didn't have that great of a game tonight, and I got to give credit to Daniel Tyson Thad for trying, you know, playing defense on him. And I think he did tweak his ankle or his knee there. I don't yeah, know. He if that was making Lowry look like a good defender at points of the game tonight. Yeah, he he was. He really was. I mean, he only went he went four for thirteen from the field. That is not a Joel Embiid type game. Plus twenty nine if you're into that. Thirteen points and ten boards. He did have a double double. Um, but I mean, the Philadelphia 76ers starters just they fucking killed us. Tobias Harris twenty one points. Danny Green fourteen points. Embiid thirteen. Ben Simmons fifteen. Uh, Seth Curry twenty. You know, I mean, they just. They could do whatever they want. They could do anything they wanted against our starters. They could do. And that's exactly what happened. Um, you know, a shit game from Lowry Markinen, a shit game from uh, P. Will offensively. Uh, he was impressive in the first half. Uh, I'll give him that. He went Second two for half, eight. 
eight, but he took eight shots. That's that's kind of a positive um, throughout the season. Uh, but when the bright spot for your team is Javante Green, who hasn't seen more than 10 minutes in a game yet this season, that's kind of a problem. But at the same time, it was a bright spot. Do, did we find our Shaquille Harrison, our David Nawaba? Is is he going to be that guy for us going forward? Just that that athletic pit bull who can't shoot the ball worth a damn. But well, I, I like. I mean, Stacy went raved about him tonight uh, about Javante Green, and rightfully so. A guy who's at the end of the bench, like you pointed out, hasn't played much. He got eleven minutes tonight, and he played. I, I would you consider them meaningful minutes because he helped the team get back into the game. They were the only minutes that fucking mattered in the game. So yeah, I mean, yeah. So I mean, he. He was he was all over the place. I mean, I'll be honest with you. It was awesome to watch that put back, that putback dunk he had was fantastic. I mean, he was got the steal he had was good. I mean, he was all over the damn place. I, I got to give uh, him credit where credits due. He played a decent game. It was seven points, three boards, um, and one steal out of him. He went three for four, um, and he was a plus thirteen. He was the uh, second best player in the plus minus category outside Al Farouk Aminu. Oh shit. Who was a plus fifteen, and then Denzel was a was a plus thirteen. So you know that's how that looked. Um, you know, it, listen, man, their B squad was in when he came in and started tearing it up, like you had said, and they decided to make a change and they decided to you know bring the starters back in. And once that happened, it, the Bulls kept their little surge going, and then they just put their foot on the gas a little bit and it was just it was coasting to victory at that point. Yeah, and the Bulls had back-to-back turnovers at the crucial point of the game and that was all she wrote. Right. I, and you know, I wonder what changes because Zach Levine was cleared today from the NBA health and safety protocol thing. Um he is working out at the Advocate Center, rumored to play Thursday against Charlotte. Um Vooch actually got an MRI today. So when I saw that, I was like, okay, so this is, I mean, obviously, you know, wear and tear of the NBA season is going to get to you. We, we both know that. Um, but to get an MRI is like a little concerning to me. Cause I'm like, oh shit. Like, do you, I mean, are you hurting that bad? Something real wrong. Like, so no shit, dude, here comes Zach Levine. He's getting ready to come back and Vooch has a hip injury and that's not easy to come back from. And I'm already having like, not flashbacks, but like the same vibes coming because Luis Robert from the Sox, you know, had a grade three tear, uh, you know, a spring, which is a tear of his hip flexor. So he's done. These hip injuries aren't good, especially for a center who can live in the post. He could shoot from the outside, but I don't know if we see him again for the rest of these games. If that was the case, I mean, I am just completely spitballing here. I have no information on that, but getting an MRI is kind of serious. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, Maybe uh, we'll have an inconclusive MRI and we'll have a reason for Vooch not to play another basketball game for the season. Well, you know it was – he's okay. When, There's nothing wrong in the MRI. It was already well, shown. Sh- oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right if Vooch sits. You know, if he's, he's a little tender, he's a little sore. You know, he pulled a hammy at home, uh, got, got out of bed the wrong way. Zach, you know, he's got some conditioning that he's got to catch up on. I know he's been cleared by the league, but he hasn't played ball in a couple of weeks. So yeah. let's let's give him some time to reacclimate himself, and uh, we'll see if he's good to go by the end of the season. I'm really not like, what are, what are we playing for at this point? 
Um, well, at this point, it looks like development of your younger players on the roster, which the most intriguing one isn't playing within Troy Brown Jr. So if we want to continue to watch Javante Green run all around the court and do his thing, hey, more power to you. Um, but right now... Is that what I want to watch? Is No, but is that maybe what's the most productive? If you're not going to have Zach and Vooch back, I don't want one or the other. You're not building chemistry as a team that you need to build the chemistry with. Uh, really, you want Zach Pat and Vooch on the floor, and you want, you know, to see how that works. Uh, see if you can fit Kobe into that dynamic at all. Um, maybe you have to include Troy Brown Jr., but I haven't heard much on his ankle. He was doubtful for a couple of games, and now it seems like he's just out indefinitely. So it's just a huge blow. I mean, it's the same story year in and year out with this team injuries, injuries, we injuries. We can't play Tanaka anymore. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just uh, at this point, dude, I don't even know. I mean, it, it, it's getting harder and harder. And obviously, we don't have, like I said before, we don't have much left to go. I mean, I, I will give some credit here to Denzel, who hit a couple big threes there in the fourth. Um, I, I have yes. to. You know, I have to get God him bless Denzel for hitting those wide open threes when Philadelphia yeah. was just not playing. Because yes. God there was bless. no basketball being played tonight until the fourth quarter. Daniel Tice took some licks tonight in his 40 minutes, uh, a team high in a game. 40 fucking minutes? Yeah, Daniel Tice played 40 minutes. That poor soul. We are renting that man. We were paid to take him from the Boston Celtics, and we are abusing this man at this point. We are going to get every goddamn dime out of him. (laughs) we We got paid to take the man, and we're abusing him. I hope we're giving him some of that money, or at least give him a couple days off. Like, shit, 40 minutes? Why? Oh my Lantis. I mean, well, there's not really any other options left you unless you wanted to play Felicio or Lowry I mean, anyway. Lowry only yeah, had 17 okay. minutes. With as much money as we have fucking paid Felicio for as little service as we have received, the la- the least Felicio can do is give us like 25 minutes a game these last eight and and cap off the tank for us and right out into the sunset and probably never play basketball in the NBA again. But that's okay. I just give me my money's worth to Felicio to finish the season and put a smile on my face. Yeah, I'd love to see him close it out. <laughs> it's just be, it'd be funny to talk about. I mean, why not, right? Um, you know, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I, they're they're hoping and hopeful Zach is going to be back by Thursday. And to be honest with you, even if he's conditioned or not, I'd just like to see him back on the court. It's been although this was, I think, his eleventh game missed in a row due to this COVID stuff. He hasn't played since like April fourteenth. So, um, you know, and it's been a long, a, a long couple of weeks without him. Um, and it really sucks that we're not going to see him and Vooch on the court together uh, either. Um, because I, I, like I said, I highly doubt Vooch comes back. I could be completely wrong. He might be back Thursday. I don't know. They got a couple of days off. They don't play Tuesday. They don't play Wednesday. They play Thursday. Um, so hopefully, you know, we, we get something out of that. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to watch both of them hoop, play some basketball, but I'm, I'm not really sure about it because they're going to be playing a team that is, uh, you know, going to try to win as many games out as they possibly can, I'm sure. Um, and that's going to be the Charlotte Hornets who have LaMelo Ball back. So, you know, and that team, that, that's going to be a fun game to watch if anybody's interested in that kind of shit, you know. That, that, that sounded a little too close to ball bag for me. Um <laughs> Do we, do, we, do, we got, do we got a promo to throw in there? No, we don't. <laughs> we don't. Um, 
No, I mean, a, a competitive Hornets game would be fun. I guess my fear is we get Zach and Vooch back, and then we get the Brooklyn Nets twice sitting two out of the three stars or all three of their stars, and then we're like stealing these gimme wins that mean absolutely nothing but hurt us more than anything. Um, we can get scrimmage games come the offseason when we know what our roster is actually going to look like. So that's that's my fear. I, I I'm happy in seventh. It's not where I wanted to be, but at, at this point with, what, seven games left now, I, I want to remain the seventh seed. I don't think we can get to sixth, but I don't want to fall to eighth. I don't, I don't want any of these free games with our two all-stars coming back. Our, our fight's over. Like, right. well, we, just Bulls, need, we just need to be put out of our misery. The Bulls have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They have seven games left, and they currently sit – outside of the 10th seed by four games. <laughs> yeah. So, and doesn't look like Washington. I mean, Washington's on a roll. They scored 150 fucking four points tonight. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's he had 23 assists. Yeah. He had 24 fucking assists and 21 stupid. rebounds. I mean, it, right. It, Russell so Westbrook much. played better than our whole entire basketball team tonight. That's, that's what happened. Yeah. I mean, he, he like NBA 2k cheese the shit. Like he was just cheesing. It's ridiculous. But I mean, I, I again, that's the, that's your shot and your shots really leaving you quickly because between them and the Pacers, as the Pacers are also 30 wins. Top four over some meaningless games in the last seven years. We're, I would love to take a chance to play. I would love to take a chance at top four. Isn't our percentage to get into the top four. If we like lose out like 30, was it, what was it at today? Like 32% or some shit. Yeah, close yeah. to one and three. So we'd have, you know, statistically a one and three chance of getting a top four pick. And I did my single sim today and we got second. So um, that's all it takes. And that's that's what we're riding with right now. Seven uh, games uh, left, sitting seventh in the lottery, and we need to fucking stay there. I'm going to tell you, I did not think we'd be here right now. Like, I thought after the, I thought we'd be in this that. This is two years in a row where we have been full steam ahead. We're going for the playoffs. We're trying to be competitive. We added these veterans in Thad and Sato. They, they're going to give us depth. We've got plenty of young talent here. They're going to stabilize us. We're going to be great. Jim Boylan couldn't do it. Billy Donovan couldn't do it. This season has been weird. Um, I do think it's been better than last year. Yeah, it's I been mean, better we're finishing than last year. the same spot again. Uh, but, oh, man, fuck. It's been better than Maybe last year, year for sure. Are, but... you ready to, are you ready to sound like a Cubs fan, Buzz? Maybe next year. Oh, of course not. I'd rather play Frogger on I-80. Um, play <laughs> but like I, yeah, I mean, I'm ready for I'm I'm ready for it to be over though. I'm ready for it, you know, them to just kind of not that I don't want to watch Bulls basketball. I love watching Bulls basketball. It's the reason we do this podcast. It's the reason we cover the team on on tap Sportsnet. But it's just kind of like at this point, I don't want to see them get into a play in to get fucking shellacked. I just don't want to see it. I don't want to see it at all. Like if you can get a chance to get into the top four at this point, take your chance, take your shot because if you could fleece them and I loved your, your tweet from earlier. Um, I can't remember the word for word of it, but I like how it was like, Oh, well, you know, our tourists and Mark Eversley are morons because they traded our, you know, top, you know, our, our first round pick for Vooch and look what happened. That was the first scenario. Second scenario was, oh my God, they're geniuses because they got into the top four of the lottery. Hell yeah. You know, and it was just made me laugh because like that is a hundred percent going to be the fucking narrative. 
let's get out. Oh, no, a thousand percent. There's, I mean, in, in most situations with sports, there's no in between. You're first, you're last, you win a championship, you didn't, you win the lottery, and you're getting a top prospect, or you're not. And to the Bulls' credit, they did take that gray out of area out of there. We're, we can't get a pick five through 14. Uh, if we start seventh, the furthest we can fall back is 11. So we can't get a pick five through 11. Um, the only pick we can get is the only pick that matters, and that's one in the top of the lottery. Um, and ultimately, I, I guess at the end of the day, as much as we can criticize the move with what they were left and what they were given, they traded for a second all-star, whether he's you know on the back end of the list, the guys that you'd want to trade for or not. We did add a second all-star. We do have two All-Stars headed into next season, and we do have the availability and a potentially one-in-three chance at getting a top-four pick. So in the grand scheme, that scenario might be the only way that we catch up to these other teams that have hit the lottery multiple times or have a Zion or a Luka or a Giannis or a Ja. Uh, we don't have that. We needed to do something bold, and this could bite us in the ass and really hurt to trade away, you know, a seventh overall pick with a Wendell Carter Jr. type player that was always supposed to at least be a good two-way player and a future first. Like, fuck, that would suck. But you could get an all-star and a top four pick in the same bite. And that is the kind of game-changing move we need. Uh, 32% chance at that? Yeah, I've had worse odds. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I... I I pretty much agree with everything you just said there. I mean, I just, I wonder what happens. I, and I honestly, like I said, I'd like to see Zach back on the court just to get his, you know, get his legs under him again, because I don't even think he's going to be enough at this point of where they're kind of at and what's going on. Um, but, you know, well, just to feel a little bit of competitiveness, because like we said, tonight's game, you didn't really feel like you were watching a basketball game until the fourth quarter when Philly sat their starters and then the Bulls were like, all right, let's beat up on these guys that never play. And then Sixers were like, fuck, man. All right, here we go. We'll throw them back out here. At Is least we know the Bulls starters are – well, not the Bulls starters because it was Javante Green and Denzel in there, but like, you know – Outside of team is better than the Sixers C team. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's what I was going for. Outside of you know Javante Green, who's not really a rotational piece so much, it was nice to see that our bench featuring Kobe and Daniel Tice was better than the B C team for Philadelphia. I still can't believe he played forty fucking minutes. That's criminal, Billy. It's criminal. Chai sports fan here, Buzz. Do everyone a favor and never bet on the Bulls again. Take your one victory lap. You go. You got. Yeah, I, I didn't bet on them tonight. You see, it was funny. We were down at halftime, and the Bulls had the spread of like plus seventeen and a half. And I was, I was gonna throw some money on. I was like, they're not, they're not gonna lose by that much. Like they're gonna cover that. And I would have made some money, obviously, with how things turned out. But sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, if either of us would have decided to make that play at halftime, that it would have just been a blowout, blowout through and through. Yeah, it was actually a night where I did not partake in any um, any gambling. I did not tonight. So I didn't do the Chicago parlay or anything like that. And, uh, you know, I was more so of a depressing, depressing, depressing type day after the White Sox news came out. And then, you know, Vooch not getting an MRI and everything like that. I was just kind of like, all right, well. So what is the White Sox record right now? Oh, they're 15 and 12, but they just oh. lost. Yeah, they just lost Luis Robert. So that's a big, big blow. They're going to lose him for 12 to 14 weeks. So, you know, it's just uh, another Jerry team that stabs me in my heart constantly. Constantly. Like, you know, it's just – and I do it to myself. It's my fault. 
but you know, it is what this is how I was. I mean, raised. Is it really your fault that you were born in Blue Island? Is, was, it, was it really your fault? I was actually born in Chicago, but I did reside in Blue Island until I was like 11. But yeah, I, I blame my dad for everything. To be honest with you, he made me a Bears fan. He made me a Bulls fan. He made me a Sox fan. And he told me not to care about hockey. So when the Hawks went through their, you know, fucking Stanley Cup run, I I, I don't think I watched a fucking game. <laughs> you, you didn't partake in the dynasty, really? Ah, uh, nah. I'm, I mean, I watched maybe a game or two with like some friends, but like, nah, I didn't. Oh, man, I had people over at the house. I'm not a hockey guy. I was, I was sprinting up the stairs, waking up my mom, screaming. I nope. try. I try because Nani is huge into hockey, and okay. like I, tr- I try to watch with like Nani and stuff, and he's like taught me a lot. Ron Luce is another huge guy into hockey. Tony, like I ask some questions about like I know how it works because I play the video games, but like I just I couldn't. I just never got into regular season hockey. It was like all the always like I ex- I always explained it like dump and go, dump and go. You know, I was just like fuck, man. Like I'm good. I'm good. I'm good on that. My girlfriend can't see the puck, so we don't watch too much hockey the last few years but uh, see that's the problem with me too when i get drunk i can't see the shit so it's just like oh fuck this i'm getting dizzy you know i'm getting fucking dizzy but during the cup run we were we were a bandwagon uh hopefully uh we can uh pull some bandwagon fans for the bulls here soon i would love to see that i mean they're opening up the united center again so you know that's going to be absolutely (laughs) crazy once uh fans can get back in the stands yeah i I don't think i'll be going this year um Uh, no no no. I, i would not pay for that not at all. Yeah, no, I don't think I'll be going back. To They're the allowed, like, now. what, 20, 25%? Yeah, it was like 20, 25%, I believe, is the capacity yeah, they, for the United They might Center. be lucky if they get 5%. <laughs> I, think, I think they will. I think people are itching to go. I mean, like I said, I've always told you it's like a, such a fun family experience with the kids at the UC. They do a great job of that. So, you know, it's like a night out, you know, or whatever. But I'd like to get back there. I just don't know if I will or not because if, if Zach is going to be out or Vooch isn't going to be playing, like I will, I probably won't make my way there just because i I don't want to. I don't want my first time there after the pandemic to be getting us getting our teeth kicked in. And I deemed this episode don't call it a comeback because it isn't, you know. But like, I just don't want to go where I'm like jumping up and down because I knew what the inevitable end was tonight. I'm sure you did too. I knew like they were going to get close. They made it a game. As soon as starters came back in, I'm like, well, okay, doc, you're a dick. You can't let us have, you can't let us have this one. Can you like, you know, we, we can't be a little highlight on sports center or anything like that because you have to put the starters back in to put their foot on the gas and then, you know, run us over. Like really? What a jag. And he's from Chicago too. And he did that. You know, I'm, I'm fuck him. Hey, he, he helped us. He, he put the tank into gear. For us. I just want to be happy on one of these post games and not talk about a legitimate tank to a four C that we have a thirty-two percent chance of getting. I'm scared. I don't know how to tell you. I'm scared it's not gonna happen. Like hey, it's always scary times when the tanks come out, man. In in war, in basketball. Anytime you see the tank, it's never a good thing. But right now, well, it's what we fucking need. I, no, we're not supposed to be talking about this. The T word is supposed to be fucking extinct retired just gone like th- that was supposed to die with the old regime and here we are again uh, <laughs> here we but, are talking about it <laughs> hey i mean arturis is the one that said he never wanted to be here again and here we are I mean, all we can hope for is a top four pick and you know it's we, we need it fuck it it sucks but that's the depressing state that we're in 
and I, I hope that the lottery gods come through one last time because otherwise it's going to be the wrong kind of tears for a couple more years and I'm not ready for it. Yeah, no, I'm just, you know what, dude, I, this is the starting lineup I want to see for the rest of the season. Go ahead and keep starting Kobe. Okay. I want you to plug in Denzel as a starting shooting guard. You heard what I said. I want Javante green as a starting. I want Javante green starting at the three. Okay. I want fucking Ty starting at the four or, or at the five. And then I want Felicio in this motherfucking lineup here on out. If we're going to do this, do it right. <laughs> you will out. Like, the only saving grace in that, that lineup that you just concocted would be having P. Will and Kobe having the ability to, like, take off. Because otherwise, it's just going to be all embarrassing. If you're going to do the tank, do it right. Okay, do it right and put the shit on the fucking court like the Cameron Payne with the what was that guy's name? Walt Lemon Juniors of the world and shit like that. Hey, we had to deal with. Don't, don't hate on the second coming of Derrick Rose's second cousin. All right, <laughs> <laughs> like that. I want to see the worst shit out there. I want to see like the lineup I would set in two K so I could tank the season to get Walt, the first. Walt pick. Lemon is the truth, and Cam Payne is a, a legitimate rotational player in the NBA now. So. Calm down. Legends are made in Chicago tanks. We just don't know who it's going to be yet this year. Oh, my God. If, if anybody didn't realize, that was fucking satire. And you know what? Uh, Chai Sports fan, how could Buzz forget Paul Zipser? I love Zip Zip City. Paul Zipser was uh, a... God, was, I remember when we thought we had a steal of a second-round pick there. Yeah. I, I, he had a, you know, had a decent little rookie stretch there and come out the next year, and then he falls out of the NBA. <laughs> it's just... It's just, dude, these last years zipped his ass out of here. Oh my god, yeah, he zip, zip, zipped away. No, no doubt about it. Fuck, man. Oh well, I don't have anything else for the night, man. We'll be back Thursday, obviously, after you know the Bulls play the Hornets. You got anything? Any closing thoughts before we hit the road? Nope. Buzz won't let me go to bed on Thursday either, so we'll be back again. <laughs> yeah, we bet. You get ready, and if Felicio doesn't get some goddamn playing time. I the riots. We need the Felicio going away tour to commence now for the last seven years. I fucking I riot if he does not play. I I, I will I will fucking handcuff myself in the atrium. If we start Felicio at the five, you can get me in the United Center. I'll show up for the farewell tour. <laughs> if they start him, I'm I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Yep, we're final going. Final take, final Felicio farewells. Let's get it rolling. I'll get some jerseys made up. Felicio jerseys, man. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, I, that, that's what I need because I just want to watch him run up and down the court again. That's all I want to do. Just, just sprint his his ass off, you know, and look confused at the ref when he fouls somebody blatantly. I gotta just, get the goggles though, too. Uh, gotta, I need goggled Felicio, not not LASIK surgery Felicio. I don't know not how good vision Felicio. I don't care if they got to be non-prescription. To just protect him from getting poked in the eyeballs. Got to have the goggles. I don't understand how when he took the goggles off, he he got, like, even worse. You know, which was... goggles have superpowers. We know this. That's unfucking believable Everybody be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at on Tap Sportsnet, following Goose at Bulls Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. We'll be back Thursday night after the Bulls play the Hornets, and hopefully start Felicio. Let's go Bulls.